This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. The gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. You know, the other day, someone posted a message in our forums linking to an article which actually has a lot of interesting meaning to it. And that is whether we would recognize E.T. if we saw E.T. Okay. Because, you know, right now our conception of what E.T. is is fueled by what we see on TV, what we see in the movies, what we read about in science fiction, about UFO sightings where we see sometimes human-like beings, gray aliens, whatever. Some of the science fiction movies paint E.T. as being very, very bizarre. But one example I mentioned every so often is the one from the movie Contact, where Jodie Foster sees what is presumed to be E.T. appearing in the form of her late dad, because that creature tells her she couldn't accept his or its real appearance. Does that kind of put a damper on the thought of human-like E.T.'s out there? What do you think? I don't know. I I, I think it's anthropomorphic of us to, to think that Intelligent life out in the universe is going to look anything like us. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know. I think it's wishful thinking on our part to, uh, you know, to have that kind of reality view that everything has to look like us, that that, that we are the boilerplate for, for life. I, it, it doesn't make much sense to me. Well, the thing is also, consider... Evolution. I understand there are people who don't believe in evolution. Some of them have been elected to government to run our country. But, okay, no more politics. Understand that now. We're talking about science. Now, imagine where we are today. Now, imagine some kind of intelligent race that's been around for maybe a billion years or so. What would they look like? Even if they started out being humanoid. And now, a billion years later... They're still around somehow. What would they look like? Would they even have a physical appearance that we would recognize? Would they even be physical creatures? Could we even imagine what they'd look like a billion years from now? So, as I said, even if they started out where we are, even if we are the blueprint, that doesn't tell us what humans would look like a million years from now, 100,000 years from now. I know science fiction stories kind of guess. Would we all be robotic-type creatures in the future? We just download our intelligence from physical form to physical form, and the physical form would be something designed for efficiency. And I couldn't presume what that would be. So therefore, when we see human-like beings in connection with UFOs and we imagine These are space creatures hundreds or thousands or millions of years ahead of us. Isn't that also something that 
it's got to be a little suspicious. Well, yeah. At least a little. Well, the thing also about scientific developments, and I did a newsletter about this. We actually have a Paracast newsletter. I don't know if our listeners know this. But when you go to our site, theparacast.com, or our forums at forum.theparacast.com, I have a link up there for this weekly newsletter. And usually it's me ranting about something. And the other week I ranted about something, and I didn't get much of a reaction, so probably it was a lousy idea. And that is... Would we even recognize a spacecraft that's representative of a race thousands of years ahead of us? I mean, right now, when we think of inventions of the future, we think of Star Trek or Star Wars. We think of things that are logical extensions of what we have now. So we think of traveling through space physically. They invented warp drives, so... In Star Trek, you didn't have to spend six months, six years, or 600 years going to a planet. Warp drive would let you go there in an hour or a day or something like that. That was what that was about. It was a vehicle, although science is looking into that. And then, of course, we have machines like replicators to give us food on spaceships. We have 3D printers. That inspired us, by the way, to build things like that, or cell phones, or or tablets, or things like that. But would we recognize a technology that's thousands of years ahead of us? Would it look like anything we could even understand? Forget about whether we can understand the appearance of space people. Could we understand the evidence of their technology? I mean, if you took your 747 and landed it somewhere in the 14th century, would they recognize it for what it was? Pretty doubtful. But this is the point I'm making. I like that Chris is just being agreeable today, but he's still recovering from that lung ailment that he had a couple of weeks back. It set him in the hospital. So I'm not asking him to do very much. You know, he'll just be coming in here. He'll be a cheerleader when we need cheerleaders. And speaking of being cheerleaders, we'd like you to cheer for our second radio show called After the Paracast. And what it's about, it's something that you get if you sign up and join the Paracast Plus. It's a second radio show. And the difference between that radio show and this one is it's uncensored and it's open-ended. It can be about anything like last week, for example, because we have coming up on March 13th, the 20th anniversary of the Phoenix Lights. I invited someone who was, I guess, the main evangelist for that particular case. (laughs) Good word. Appropriate. (laughs) I call her a breathless evangelist because you can't get a word in edgewise. I mean, she starts talking and you have to really find little holes and places where you can add a comment. That's Dr. Lynn Kitai. I mean, she's a very nice woman, although she got a little, little bit testy when I brought up some articles in Phoenix New Times that disputed the reality of the Phoenix Lights. But The key is here, I think there's nobody on this planet who is more eager to tell us the story. I also thought for a moment there, and like I said, she's a very nice woman. I thought, imagine how it was when she was a practicing physician. You go in there and you get a physical or something. I don't know what her specialty was, whether she was a general practice or what. I think she told me a long time ago and I've forgotten. 
It's the sign of old age. Can you imagine, Chris, you go in there and she spends about two hours talking to you? Well, yeah, I talked to her. <laughs> Maybe not for two hours, but we've had her on the show a number of times. And, you know, I've uh, interviewed her um, uh, at the first uh, Open Minds uh, version of the UFO Congress. And I I talked to her uh, quite at length and, and interviewed her. She is very gung-ho and, and you know, I think kind of endearing uh, in her naivete. She pretty much has blinders on, I think, when it comes to the subject. And she's kind of a one-subject a one pony uh, in that regard. And I think that um, she's really read way more into her personal experience than may be warranted. And, uh, but um, you got to admire her, her um, enthusiasm. She's well, very she's certainly loyal. I'll tell you, she's sure loyal. But the example I was making there is this is an example of the things you don't expect from after the PowerCast. It's part of the PowerCast Plus. And to get more information about it, how to sign up and subscribe, go to plus, P-L-U-S dot thepowercast.com. That's plus dot thepowercast.com. Subscriptions start at just $1.49 a week which is about the price of a mid-sized coffee at the Circle K convenience store and about half what you'd pay for Starbucks. You want to give up the coffee and sign up. We give you a commercial-free version of this show, by the way. Coming up in our next segment here, after we sort of get him ready, is Joshua P. Warren. And that's going to be fascinating. So we'll have that coming up with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.thepowercast.com, store.thepowercast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children. Stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. If you go to store.thepowercast.com, stop by and take a shopping tour. In a crisis, your number one need is food, but not just any food. Experts say everyone needs to have non-perishable, good for 25 years, survival food on hand in case of an emergency. Well, right now, in what is truly an unprecedented move, 72-hour survival food kits are being given away to listeners while supplies last. Survival food is more important today than ever before, explains Frank Bates, a spokesman for the company. Natural disasters, terrorist attacks, and other threats can make obtaining sufficient food impossible in an emergency. 
This 72-hour survival kit has 16 servings of delicious food rated for 25 years of storage. It sells to the general public for $27 plus shipping, and it's been rated 4.5 out of 5 stars by customers who paid full price. But listeners who act quickly can get it free, just cover $9.95 shipping. Go to FreeFood2.com right now. Supplies are limited, and the program may end at any time. Go to FreeFood2.com now. That's FreeFood2.com. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. ParanormalDate.com and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Being self-reliant is about being prepared and to do what you need to have your own source of renewable energy. Portable Solar LLC offers the most powerful EMP-hardened solar system on the market that is transportable from place to place, and the best part, it's very affordable. Contact them at PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875. SolArc EMP-hardened solar generator, energy insurance for your family or business. Call Portable Solar LLC today or go to PortableSolarLLC.com to check out their patent-pending technology. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. On the Paracast this week, we are joined by paranormal researcher Joshua Warren, who's been on the Paracast before. And in a few moments, he'll talk to you about a course that he's going to be teaching, and we're going to ask whether he sort of got sucked into that or something he originated and what's going to mean and what it might mean for our listeners if they sign up. But I was talking to Chris about something in our introductory session. Maybe you want to pick up on something I was thinking about here, and that is, you know, when we're talking about UFOs and strange being seen occasionally in connection with sightings, whether we would ever even recognize E.T. as being something that would be from another planet or anything we could even recognize. What's your take on that? I mean, we think of, you know, space people being kind of a variation of us. Are are you asking me or Chris? (laughs) I asked Chris already. He's already had his turn. This is yours. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're trying well, to duck this. For you. <laughs> that version well, of it is for you. Oh, well, well, first off, thank you very much for having me on the program. It's uh, just a delight to be back with you. And, and you know what? I think that is a wonderful question because we are so egocentric that we tend to look at anything we don't understand and try to reduce it down to human terms and human perspectives. I think you're absolutely right. There's no way that we can truly comprehend what life is in general, much less how life might sort of materialize in some other environment far away in space. In fact, I, I think it's really interesting to look at the most strict, materialistic, atheistic, rationalistic scientists out there, or rational scientists, if you want to call them that, guys who don't believe in anything except what they can look at under a microscope and measure and put in a test tube, and they have these huge budgets, they have giant telescopes, they're looking out there as deeply as far as they can into this infinite blackness, and they're telling us that we don't see anything else like Earth that has people running around on it. Therefore, they have to admit that even from their own standards, the most paranormal thing in the universe is life itself. Therefore, we have to understand that uh, what's happening here is a very strange, unique thing by anybody's standards. And so finding the equivalent of that out there would take forms that we just can't imagine. The point being here is we're looking for humans or something similar. Even then, if we find a planet that has hospitable surface conditions for life as we know, or at least as far as we can determine from our vantage point, we wouldn't yeah. necessarily see them scurrying around. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, we're always looking at creatures and trying to turn them into humans. You know, we do that here on our own planet. It's obviously a, a funny and comical thing that we often do, taking some, take a dog and put a little remote-controlled mouth on it and make it look like it's speaking, <laughs> speaking like a human. We're always trying to humanize things, but uh, that's just because that we understandably need to put things in terms that we can relate to. But when you start actually looking at the animal kingdom in detail, it's so weird. I mean, I wrote a book called Pet Ghosts, Animal Encounters from Beyond the Grave. And, and frankly, I don't even like that title. That was not my original title. The publisher gave it that title because, you know, they hear pet and they think that, well, I can apply this more to my dog or my cat. But the reason I didn't care for the title is because it was much more than just pets. I talked about people having encounters with uh, ghosts of dinosaurs, ghosts of insects. Point being, when I was writing that book, I dug deeply into uh, the animal kingdom in general. All of these just bizarro uh, manifestations of life. And you start looking at things like amoebas. And you say, you know... This is, is a creature that it doesn't have a brain per se. It doesn't have eyeballs. And yet it seems to exhibit some kind of intelligence. I mean, it, it, it prefers certain kinds of, of water. Uh, it's able to sort of hunt for and capture food. You look at this thin sack that, that's just full of water and you, you ask yourself, where is the life in this thing? You know, what, what is animating this blob and making this thing somehow transform from 
an inanimate object into uh, some kind of, of a consciousness here. I mean, it's it's so weird. I imagine that when we are talking about things in outer space, you've got to realize if we can't comprehend some of the stuff that we're seeing here on Earth and understand how, how it's filled with life, we don't have a very good chance at all of understanding these things beyond. Well, I was also suggesting here, and I want to get back to whether we'd recognize the space people for who and what they were, whether we'd even recognize their technology, because our vision of technology and science fiction, Star Trek, Star Wars, is always an extension of what we have now. Oh, a couple hundred years from now, it's going to be like this, or it's going to be like that. And maybe we're right to some degree. But what about a thousand years from now, 10,000 years from now? Yeah, well, you know, that's that's another example of what we're talking about. In fact, that's one of the big sort of scientific conundrums out there. I, I mean, there are a lot of issues regarding why we haven't found the aliens, so to speak. It's a paradox within, you know, the research community. If If we have all of these planets and stars and galaxies then statistically speaking, there ought to be some other intelligent life out there. And yet the mainstream scientists are telling us that, well, we haven't discovered it. But if you consider time and you think of how vast the time is in terms of these numbers, you hear, you know, the universe, like the Big Bang was something like 13.8 billion years ago. Well, we, we can't I- even imagine what that is. And so is it possible that it's just so unlikely for these civilizations to coexist at the same time, that maybe somewhere out there uh, there has been a civilization that's just as advanced or more advanced than, than we are. But the problem is that it's possible once a civilization reaches a certain point of development, that civilization is destined to self-destruct. And we don't know if that's the case. We're certainly finding out, <laughs> I think, pretty quickly that that is a good possibility. You know, when you when you come up with the toys that are capable of destroying your planet, eventually somebody's going to going to hit the button. So it may be that, yeah, the odds of, of our civilization happening to to develop and advance at the same time and rate as another so that the two can you know connect, uh, maybe that is just statistically very un- unlikely as well. So on one hand, you, you deal with that if you're looking at this from a critical perspective. And then, then on the other hand, you have the exact opposite, which is this perspective that maybe they're everywhere. The aliens are all around us every day, and we just don't even recognize them, or, or we, don't, um, we don't see them for one reason or another, and yet then you have people who say, well, by God, I was abducted last night. You know, one of these things took me out of my bed. So Let's stop right there and do our break. We're surrounded by these announcements now. Joshua Warren with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. 
Have you ever wanted a shortcut to getting the underground secrets to making money online and seriously grow your business? Whether it's a new business, a part-time income, or an existing business, you have this incredible limited offer to get a copy of this Amazon best-selling book on dot-com success for free. Uncover the success factors to make your business ignite. Go to secretsignite.com. That's secretsignite.com. Get your free copy now. Go to secretsignite.com. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Honey, what is that in your CPAP mask? Oh, that's just my mold collection. Oh, gross. And what is that? What, that bacteria colony right there? Yeah, cool, huh? Okay, CPAP users, admit it. You're not always as careful about cleaning your system as you should be. Unfortunately, a dirty mask and hose can make you sick. Respiratory infections, allergy attacks, and more. But now there's an easy way to protect yourself. SoClean.com has released the world's first and only automated CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. It kills 99.9% of CPAP germs in minutes. For a limited time, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. Just call 1-800-944-1065. SoClean is hands-free. Just pop in your mask, close the lid, and presto, your CPAP comes out clean and fresh in minutes. Don't let germs wreak havoc on your health. Call in the next 10 minutes for your risk-free trial. 1-800-944-1065. That's 1-800-944-1065. All right, guys. We're ready for our four-season sunroom, and Daddy's going to get a rec room with refreshments. Oh, no. We'll be sleeping under the stars. Mom, what about the one with, you know, the fun? Nice try, little bro. It's a gym. My gym. Hey. Grandma's getting her Four Seasons garden room. Weather tight and still like being outdoors. Maybe a living room. Oh, no, wait. A family hub. Yeah! No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four Seasons Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since 1975. More reasons for four seasons now to find out more call toll free 800-848-6333 that's 800-848-6333 good day america are you tired of your butt cheeks being frozen tired of cold hands or cold feet i'm tired of the cold well there's a new kid on the block it's fortress clothing Fortress will keep you warm. Fortress does what no other clothing company has ever done. We keep you warm in the cold, even when wet. You heard that right, even when wet. No BS, no gimmicks. Work, play, sweat in the cold, and stay warm. So quit your complaining and go to FortressClothing.com. FortressClothing.com, enter coupon code AMERICA and get 20% off any item. Mittens, jackets, pants, Balaclavas or hot socks, fortressclothing.com, enter coupon code AMERICA. You're going to love being warm all winter long. Fortressclothing.com.
Hey, this is Marie D. Jones, the author of This Book is from the Future, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Sir, so we're surrounding ourselves with all sorts of strange things. So the point that Joshua Warren was saying there is that perhaps we are already surrounded by E.T., but we don't recognize them. But as you were talking, something occurred to me, Joshua, and that is we have a planet here billions of years old. Civilizations may have a finite life. You know, maybe we destroy ourselves and we're gone. And a billion years later, maybe another civilization arises and they self-destruct or they evolve into some other plane of existence. Whatever it is, why even think we are the first so-called advanced civilization here on Earth? Well, yeah, I mean, I think it all goes back to that understandable, egocentric point of view. I mean, uh, you have people out there, and, and I know we've all heard this a million times, who say, if there are aliens flying around out there and they're flying saucers why don't they just land on the white house lawn and show themselves to everybody and that's their big profound argument for why that you know aliens aren't, aren't aren't flying around here and i always say to those folks you know when i go on a hike through the woods I'm not rattling the bushes and trying to prove to every squirrel and rabbit that humans exist. I don't care if they know that humans exist. As a matter of fact, I might be doing just the opposite, trying to not intrude and and be quiet because maybe I want to observe them. So, again, it's very arrogant for us to think that if there is some other form of life out there, especially advanced enough to operate the way that these other beings may operate, operate if you believe these stories that we hear then yeah why would we be so condescending and arrogant and 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 feel so self-important that we would think that they would actually want to sit down and speak with us on equal terms you know when it comes to people who have a more extreme view of this people who literally say well look the aliens are among us, and some of them are shape-shifting reptilians that are actually eating people. And they say, do you believe that's possible? And they ask me this question. I say, you know, I bet you there's not one single cow on planet Earth that knows people eat cows. And so if we are being fed upon by something, whether it's a physical predator or it's some kind of an energetic predator or what some would call a spiritual predator, these are all areas we can explore more. Why, again, should we be so arrogant to think that we would be aware of that? So, you know, look, I'm open to all this. The smartest cosmologists and astrophysicists in the world are saying we're looking out there in the universe and 95 plus percent of everything we can observe is dark matter or dark energy, which is defined by the very fact that we have no idea what it is. So if you're going to tell me that you don't know what 95 percent of all this is, you may as well just say we don't know. Well, that's always true. Science wants to say, well, we've got about 95% of everything now. We've got most of it. We've got all the basic conditions of the universe pretty well down pat. And they've been saying this now for how many decades? As long as I've been around. 
when we thought that there were canals on Mars, when we were talking about people living on Venus and our science fiction stories and everything, you know, science knew about all that stuff. Nine planets, not that one is really a dwarf planet, and now there's an undiscovered ninth planet that might be larger than we have ever imagined, something that we captured in our solar system. That's a recent story. And what it shows us here is that we don't know anything. Well, that's right, uh, especially when you consider that, again, what we know, it's sort of like you don't know what you don't know. You know, it's one of those logical conundrums. And it's funny because, look, I am a firm believer that the scientific method is the best we've got. As you know, soon I'm going to be teaching some online classes, and that's one of the things that I'm going to to dig into. But I can see very clearly all the weaknesses of the scientific method. And that is because, well, I'll, I'll give you two reasons for that. For one thing, we have this great confidence and the measurements that we get with all of these instruments that we create. But the problem is, every single one of these instruments, no matter how sophisticated it may be, is envisioned by a human, designed by a human, built by a human, calibrated by a human, used by a human, interpreted by a human. You cannot remove the subjective human element from all of this instrumentation. That's one issue. Second issue is, there are things that absolutely affect our lives and affect reality which cannot be scientifically documented. I cannot scientifically prove to you what I dreamed last night. It was a real experience that I had, but I can't prove to you what it was. I can't scientifically prove that I love somebody. I can't scientifically prove what I experience when I taste chocolate versus what you experience when you taste chocolate. And if you, if you apply this in a more, shall we say, a fundamental and, and, and impactful way, most of what we call human history has been recorded in an unscientific way. It's been recorded by word of mouth. I mean, we didn't have you know, cameras and, and video recorders and all this sort of stuff hundreds of years ago, and yet we have thousands of years of human history. Most of that has been based upon what people have written down and what people have passed along through oral tradition. That is not scientific, and yet we accept most of it. So again, the point is, the scientific method is great, but let's be honest about the weaknesses. And remember, when we look at history, we look at the interpretation by the victors, the ones who survived. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you have to also think about, yeah, who is the messenger here and what sort of motivation that that person or group had to pass along a certain perspective or a certain point of view. Exactly. And it's also true with religious texts. We have various changes in those texts over the years. Which version of the Bible do you think is the correct one? <laughs> Why were those changes made? What was removed that you don't know about? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think that, you know, it's it's so funny to me that there are people out there who say, yeah, look, I don't know if I believe in ghosts and UFOs and all this weird stuff. And then they turn around and they go to church and they read the Bible and they pray to God and they don't realize that the most paranormal thing that most people are exposed to in their lives is religion. I mean, all religions seem to be based upon some kind of faith. 
And the reason that you need faith is because there's not sufficient evidence. That's why faith is necessary. So what people are believing in is something that's of a spiritual nature. You know, for the most part, they're believing in, in, a, in a realm where there are other beings that exist or, or, or a place where the human spirit goes after death, or they're believing in miracles, or they're sitting down and they're praying, having this telepathic connection with some greater intelligence. And so there's a great irony here that we live in a society that talks about the paranormal which literally means beyond normal, and yet it's very normal to find a church on you know every other street in this country, especially, and and that's because that uh, we we are surrounded by paranormal thinking all the time. But when people are used to it, <laughs> ironically, it's it's not as paranormal as they actually believe it is. Well, I think it's the thought that paranormal means something that is perceived to be unreal. Whereas if you have, as they say, the church or the synagogue or the mosque on every other block, and they preach a certain variation of religion, we accept that as a normal thing. This is normal. This is not paranormal, even though it's something that you can't really necessarily see or touch, although you might feel something. We've got more to come with Joshua Warren, and it turns out we're kind of exploring the frontiers of reality. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Cancer categorizes over 100 diseases. Though we do not diagnose, treat, or cure cancer, GCN team is offering the Clemson University study where there was up to a 95% reduction in cancerous cells when exposed to a plant-derived mineral supplement. If you or a loved one are searching for answers to this horrifying disease, come to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. We'll email you a copy for free. That's 877-878-4203. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, There's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. 
Worried about lead, fluoride, and other contaminants in your drinking water? Get a ProPure with the Pro-1G 2.0 cleanable reusable filter and remove up to 200 contaminants. Drink water the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. See the complete line of ProPure products, including the new ProMax shower filter. There's a ProPure for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. Dangerous blood clot device alert. If you or a loved one had an IVC filter placed to prevent blood clots from traveling to your heart or lungs and suffered an injury, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA warns that IVC filters may cause serious complications, such as heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, and even death. These dangerous blood clot devices can break and the metal fragments can travel to your heart or lungs causing serious injuries. If you or a loved one suffered organ damage or other injuries from an IVC filter, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-478-1507. 800-478-1507. 800-478-1507. This is an advertisement. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. InjuryHelpDesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. Paid non-attorney spokesperson, Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Hi, this is Nick Pope. You're listening to the Paracast. So we focus on the frontiers of reality. And in a couple of minutes, we're going to ask Joshua how he got snookered into giving an online course. I won't let them do that. Oh, by the way, I want to mention something that's interesting, too. My son, Grayson, is a teacher in Madrid, Spain. He teaches students how to speak English, Spanish-speaking students how to speak English. And for his eighth grade class, as far as the course materials are concerned, he used an episode of the Paracast. All right? I'm serious. This is an episode a year or two back. Uh, Which one? Pardon? Which episode? I gave him a couple of choices for him to listen to. And he picked something involving UFO abductions because it involves a contact with a supposed extraterrestrial being. And I said, well, to get the most sensible look, consider Kathleen Martin. Of course, we all know her as Betty Hill's niece. And of course, she heads up abduction investigators for MUFON. So that's one of the episodes I suggested to him. But he sent me a photo of, I guess it looks like a blackboard of some kind, where they mention my name, I guess your name, and the Paracast. So we're famous in Spain, and one of his students is some kind of royal figure in Spain. So we're being heard in high circles, I suppose. So that's as close as I come to a course of this nature. We'll get to yours, Joshua, in a moment. Before we went to break, we were talking about uh, you know the, the power of belief and the the kind of the disconnect that uh, exists within the culture 
uh, you'll have scientists who are hard-boiled objective realists who uh, leave all that at the door when they uh, go to church every Sunday was the example that Joshua gave of, of people buying into the paranormal and then denying uh, the reality of the paranormal. And uh, that's why I prefer the church of the subgenius, you know, all hail Bob. There are no beliefs uh, in that particular uh, church. All you do is uh, look for eternal slack, which I think has severely uh, been severely retarded and is is missing in our modern day culture. I think uh, we need more slack. Well, how do you define slack in that sense? <laughs> um, well, I didn't want to digress that much, but uh, slack is. Um, you know, whatever whatever floats your boat, relaxes you, and uh, and allows you uh, the leeway to do uh, what needs to be done in a manner and in a uh, a timetable that uh, I guess is uh, best suited for your uh, for your convenience. Well, I suppose religion could be a slack. It's a way for everyone to get together, a community feeling. You share something. You could relax and listen. And after it's done, maybe people get together and have a coffee and a Danish or something and associate with other people. So is that slack? No, I think slack is more more esoteric than that. I think it has more um, – it, it's it, it's a higher vibrational thing. Slack is, is, is a – it's not quite as um, high, high, high vibration as bliss – but it's definitely more than um, enthusiasm, because to have slack, you have to you you have to sort of give up certain expectations, um, and and be okay with it. You know, it's interesting about religious effects and things, and I go back to something that happened years and years ago. And I was working at a radio station in a little town called Piedmont, Alabama, WPID, which I think still exists. It doesn't carry this show. We'll try to work on it. It's a small town, like five, 6,000 people. And every Sunday, we would have different local churches coming in to do an hour show. And the first thing, of course, they had to pay, the station. We didn't even trust the preacher. They had to give us the money in cash first before they do their session. And there was an organization called Chapman's Chapel. I remember that. And my first wife, Geneva, was sitting next to me in the studio. And the next room, we have this group of people beginning their sermon. And they start very softly, so I turn up the levels. And they get louder and louder, so you turn down the levels, not to overmodulate and distort. And soon they're speaking in tongues, one or two of them. Now that kind yeah, of makes a little for great freaky. radio. <laughs> Pardon? Makes for great radio. <laughs> well, just remember here, we're talking about a nice Jewish guy from Brooklyn, New York, new to the South. My wife being a woman who grew up in a Methodist family in Alabama. And we're sitting there and they're talking of the sinners and they're looking right at us. First thing, that's enough to be paranoid about. And then they start speaking in tongues. And, you know, I heard of this, of course. I didn't know what to think or what to do when I heard it. Because to me, it was like gibberish or maybe an alien speaking or something like that. And it went on for a few moments, and they finished, and they left, and they never came back. Following, you know, week, There is a term for that. It's called glossolalia. Okay. You learn something every day, Gene. 
I know that. And this was, you know, something that is probably fairly common in a lot of the churches. But I didn't expect to hear it go out over the air. And I wondered what the FCC would think. Yeah, it's more of a Pentecostal thing, I think. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I don't think it's very. Uh, did they did they bring in basket basket loads of snakes as well and start handling snakes while they were their eyes were rolled in their head and they were slobbering uh, with their glossolalia sessions? No snake handling. No snake handling. No snakes. No strange creatures. No nothing. It was just a small number of people with their Bibles. That was it. Maybe some prepared notes. But now that I mention it, somebody's going to look up Chapman's Chapel and see if there is still such a place in Piedmont, Alabama. Hmm. But the key here is, that certainly, I thought, an extreme measure. But, you know, that takes us back to our whole vision of what our reality is and what our interactions were. And it's part of organized religion that at some point in the past a lot of organized religion, that we interacted with God or God's associates, henchmen, whatever, in the past. And we honor that. And of course, that forms the basis of things like the ancient astronaut theory that these creatures that we interacted with, hey, guess what? They were really space people. What's okay. your take about that, Joshua? Well, you know, I I actually do think that, um, you know, if we were visited by beings from other planets in the past, they obviously would have been interpreted as gods. Um, and, you know, it, you just can't deny when you go back and you look at some of these carvings and you look at some of these ancient texts and you read some of the descriptions in, uh, like, the, for example, the, the ancient uh, Hindu text, not to mention the more familiar stuff like we have in the Bible, it, it really does sound like an ancient person's description of the things that we nowadays would attribute to UFOs and alien. So, you know, to me, whatever this phenomenon is, it is something that has always been around. Uh, frankly, my gut tells me, whatever that's worth, that uh, that we actually were visited um, as a planet by some other physical beings somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, you know two to four thousand years ago. You know, something like I know that's a, a wide range, but still, you know, there's this period of time where all of these religions sort of started popping up around the planet and they all said essentially the same thing they all said there's a group of of beings that came from the sky and they came down and gave us some information and then they all left but not before saying we're going to be coming back in the future uh and and that's one thing all these quote unquote you know ancient religions tend to have in common. Maybe not all of them, but most of them I can I can say, especially those that stemmed from uh, the Middle East and, and Africa, uh, certainly in Central and South America. Um, but you know you can find examples of this around the world. 
And so, uh, you know, it, it makes sense to me that uh, at that time there was some kind of an interaction. Now, we might think, well, gosh, it's been thousands of years. Apparently they're not coming back in mass like they, like they were before, so maybe they're never coming back. Or maybe they fulfilled their purpose, or maybe they decided they just don't like us. After all the interference, they just didn't like us so much. Let's this stop here and pick up yeah. on the other side with Joshua Warren and Gene and Chris. You're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. We're all looking for safe, effective, and all-natural remedies for ourselves and our family. The solution is Simplex. Simplex oils provide natural anti-inflammatory and pain relief, antioxidant and nerve protection, and is an amazing topical acne removal and skincare supplement. Natural healing at a very affordable price. Find out more about our non-psychoactive CBD oil products. Go to SimplexSpecials.com. That's SimplexSpecials.com. Hi, I am Kelly Cook, the Chief Marketing Officer here at Kmart. Did you know that premature birth is the number one killer of babies in the United States or that survivors can face a lifetime of serious health problems? Guess what? You can help. Join me and Kmart for the March for Babies Walk. We'll work together to raise funds for research and programs that help the March of Dimes fight premature birth and birth defects and improve the health of moms and babies. So start your team today at marchforbabies.org. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. With Gene and Chris in the Paracast, Joshua Warren, we're going to talk, beginning in this segment, about the course she's going to deliver. But we're talking now about nature of reality, possible ancient astronauts. Now, the thing that's interesting to me is when you have fundamental similarities between different religions. They met one or more beings several thousand years ago. And they all seem to point to the same thing, like this legend carried on around the world. Like it's almost a singular event. What's your take? 
Well, yeah, and you know, you can look uh, again at any one of the ancient civilizations, and I guarantee you, I mean, they have stories that are essentially along these same guidelines. That there were beings that came down here and, and passed a message along and passed some information along. And, you know, we were talking earlier in the program about the complexity of understanding and grasping time. And, of course, we know that time is a flexible thing. This has been, of course, scientifically proven by studying Albert Einstein's work, uh, we know that a, a clock in your basement actually does run slower than a clock in your attic. And that is because the one in your basement is a little bit closer to the Earth's gravitational field and gravity slows time. Now, it's by such a minuscule amount that it's in, inconsequential to the way we live our daily lives. But that doesn't mean it can't be measured and it's not a real thing. And uh, so when we know that time is flexible, then here on Earth, of course, we can say, well, you know, we haven't seen all these beings flying around in two or three thousand years or whatever. But maybe it's only been a week to, to those beings because they're traveling at, around the universe at a different speed. So I always find it interesting when when we look at how our own scientists on Earth are trying to, say, uh, find a specific type of, of strain. Uh, let's say they have a Petri dish and they're, they're trying to uh, breed a certain or, or, or cultivate a certain type of, of microorganism. They go through generations, and, and some of these things will, will go through several generations in a couple days. And it's no different than breeding dogs and how that you can look at how you know, over the years, certain dogs have been picked because they exhibit certain traits that are, you know, uh, appealing for a particular purpose. Well, it may be that this process that began a few thousand years ago with these beings coming here and putting some things in place um, has been continuing all along and that humans collectively have, have been sort of bred the same way. And it's taken multiple generations for us to reach a state which is appealing to them for whatever their purpose may be for us. And but so, doesn't that, that imply way, also that if they had a purpose for us in the first place, maybe they genetically manipulated us or created us from the local populace, and they're looking at their work and fine-tuning things to get what they want or need? Oh, absolutely. You know, to me, you can talk to biologists who will say, hey, genetically speaking, when we study DNA, there's no need to involve aliens in this. You know, we, we, this has just been a natural progression. But regardless of what they're telling me, and, and of course, we know that the scientific understanding is constantly changing, I look at the world around me and I don't see anything else that comes close to humans. I mean, even if you look at, at gorillas and chimpanzees, yes, I mean, they resemble us in many ways. And there's a very human-like quality about them when you see them in person. But they, they are not building skyscrapers. They're not flying airplanes. They're not going to the bottom of the sea in submarines. They're nowhere near flying to the moon. I mean, we are so different than every other creature 
on this planet. And there are tons of creatures on this planet. And, and, and what exists right now, they say, is a very, very tiny percentage of all the creatures that have ever existed. We look at all this amazing, this just incredible myriad, the spectrum of life here, and we look at humans and we say, wow, something happened here to take us to another level. And regardless of what our current scientific understanding is, is supposed to be right now, I mean, common sense shows me that at some point our genetics were manipulated or changed or influenced in some way to, to make humans outstanding. Well, if we are in God's image, maybe that's deliberate. Yeah, well, I think that's exactly what that phrase is supposed to mean, you know. And and of course, uh, not that we can rely upon all these uh, correct interpretations of ancient texts, but you know, if you look at the Bible and and you you study some of the sort of oldest versions that we have of of the Old Testament, um, that phrase is is a plural phrase you know uh, i believe that l is the phrase for god and elohim is the phrase that was used so man was created or let us create man in our image so this adds another angle to it if we're gonna start looking at what these messages were that ancient people were trying to pass along to us uh, the point being it seems as if maybe there wasn't you know one dude sitting up in the sky who sat down and pointed his finger and lightning bolts shot out and here you know humans were created instead that there was a, a collection of individuals from an, another civilization uh, that came here and did things that at this time we would consider scientific. Uh, we would look at them as experiments or we would look at them you know, in a, in a lot of different technological ways. But back in those days, before people were even aware of this idea of the scientific method, it would have just been interpreted as some kind of a more organic creative process. Well, that goes back to whether we would recognize technology that's a thousand years ahead of us five thousand or ten thousand years could we even recognize what they did it would seem to us like magic yeah well you know there's that great quote uh i, I don't i think it might have been arthur c clark who said yes. um any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic <laughs> and that shows right. of course when we see q on star trek next generation and he snaps his fingers and reality changes. Yeah, well, you know, right now, um, I, you know, I, I went out as soon as this virtual reality stuff became big, and I bought one of the best virtual reality setups that you can get on the market right now. And just recently, um, four o'clock in the morning, and you know, you know me, I'm on a weird schedule. I'm, you know, I'm up at in the middle of the night half the time, and uh, I was sitting on my couch. Uh, this is here in Puerto Rico. I had the virtual reality headset on, and I had a program that where, where, where essentially I was floating down a relaxing river, and there is this nice uh, relaxing music playing, and uh, I can't remember the name of the program, but anyway, obviously everything's in 3D, everything is surrounding me, this is my reality at that moment, I mean, I'm floating down this river, I can look up and see the birds, I can look down and see the water, I can look behind me, I mean, anywhere I look, there's something there, and so uh, I'm in the middle of this very relaxing experience as I'm floating down this river, and uh, 
then I decided to change my position and I hit my shin on the coffee table in front of me. Oh, it's like, oh man, I bumped into another reality here. <laughs> and, um, and, and that became very symbolic for me because um, if you are only living within these dimensions, these three dimensions or four dimensions um, that we are living in on a day-to-day basis, it's very easy for you to just think this is all there is. Sounds like an old song. We've got a lot more to come with Joshua P. Warren, and we'll ask in our next segment about this online course he's going to teach. In February, can we persuade him to do it again, or is this a one-off Our guest is Joshua P. Warren with Gene and Chris. You're in The Paracast. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. Will the government protect your family from Iran and North Korea's newest weapon, EMP? We buy guns to protect ourselves. Home, health, and car insurance for accidents. Maybe you also have food storage. But how would you keep your refrigerator running in a long-term EMP blackout? Using tested military designs, the Solark EMP-hardened solar generator protects and powers your critical appliances for years without burying items underground or wrapping them in aluminum foil. Unlike other preps, Solark is used every day to help offset your electric bill automatically. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to learn how easily expandable the system is. Solark is the most affordable and powerful solution on the market. The whole system even fits in the back of a pickup or SUV and can install in less than an hour. See for yourself why Solark beats other off-grid systems at PortableSolarLLC.com. Don't wait for the government. Go to PortableSolarLLC.com to learn why Solark is energy insurance for your family. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Had it been the sweet Paris air permeating the night? The intoxicating way her beauty had overtaken him. Whatever the case back then, Jordan Dunleavy is still in love with the memory of Lauren, the woman he'd lost so many years before. In Bookster on the Sen, the journey of a conspiracy analyst, author C.L. Hendman, ties conspiracy theories, mystery, irony, and romance into this stimulating novel that masterfully interweaves the past with the present. Available on Amazon and Kindle and at bookstoreonthesen.com. That's S-E-I-N-E dot com. Bookstoreonthesen.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. With Jan and Chris in the Paracast, Joshua P. Warren joins us. Let me tell you first before we get to our next question and topic with him about his online course, we have a second radio show called After the Paracast, and it can be the unexpected, the unexplained, uncensored. Last week, we featured Dr. Lynn Kitai to talk about, of course, the Phoenix Lights, which is our favorite subject, breathlessly talking about that subject. And then, of course, we offer the commercial-free version of this show and many other benefits for a low weekly, monthly, annual, five-year, or lifetime rate to learn more, how to sign up, go check out plus.theparacast.com and plus.theparacast.com. So I have never been asked to be an instructor about anything. I've given individual instructions on using personal computers and such. I've written books on it. But you've been sucked into this online course, Joshua. Tell us more. Yeah, well, you know, I have um, a museum in Asheville called the Asheville Mystery Museum. This is Asheville, North Carolina, and a laboratory. And uh, I'm proud to say that my team and I made the cover of a science journal in 2004 for some work that we did that was uh, inspired by studying paranormal activity in the field, specifically the Brown Mountain Lights. And of course, that's pretty unusual for people who are in the uh, the quote unquote paranormal to to you know actually make some headway that is appreciated within the scientific community. And so, over the years, I occasionally have taught classes in Asheville to people who are interested in my particular approach to paranormal investigation. And I have been fortunate to have uh, students who have traveled from around the world. And frankly, they've paid a lot of money to sit there for days or or weeks, depending on the situation. Yet, I've been contacted the whole time 
by people who say, look, I want to take these classes, I want to do everything possible, but I just don't have the means to make it to Asheville. Is there any way you can offer this online? I have always said, no, no, no. Um, I, I think you need to be there in person. But times have changed. The technology has improved. And so I finally decided that I'm going to offer my classes online one time only, and this is not some kind of uh, an exaggeration. I'm going to do this once. It'll never happen again. Uh, these are live, interactive classes. Let's say you, you sign up, but you can't make one of the classes. Well, that's okay, because I, I will record it and send you a recording of it later if you can't make one. But the live, interactive part is imp important to me. We're going to start doing this uh, February the 6th. Details are at joshuapwarren.com. That's my personal website. The first class is called Reality and How to Measure It. And that actually is going to dig into a lot of the issues that are similar to our conversation thus far. Uh, number two is going to be ghosts and hauntings. And we're going to talk about all kinds of uh, spiritual phenomena, not just ghosts, but also, this, these ideas about angels and demons and all these sort of uh, figures that are uh, maybe inhuman. I mean, we're going to really delve into all that and the different types of ghosts, the entities versus the imprints and, and, and all those, you know, uh, sort of issues about the spiritual realm. Uh, class three is going to be UFOs and cryptids. So, yeah, we're going to talk about the typical stuff that we all know about, the saucers and Bigfoot and Loch Ness, sure. But we're going to go beyond that because that has not been good enough so far to give us answers and explanations. I have a lot of thoughts about this being an interdimensional phenomenon, and I'm going to demonstrate that in the class. Uh, number four is uh, ESP and magic. And I'm really looking forward to that one because it deals a lot with how that thoughts – and intentions can actually transition into this thing we call physical reality and the different methods that that, that can take. And magical thinking as well as, uh, again, psychic phenomena. And there are some interesting exercises that I'm going to teach people about. And then class number five is actually a very practical one. It's called earning money as an investigator. Because most people who do this kind of stuff, they do it as a hobby or as a mere interest. But I've been fortunate to be self-employed for over 20 years now doing what I love to do. And that is to go out and investigate all of these great mysteries. And I have some very practical business tips for people out there who might want to, to do what I do to actually do this professionally. And so, uh, as you know, uh, I've been on a lot of TV programs. I've published a lot of books, and I'm fortunate to have a lot of connections. And I'm going to make those connections available to all of my students who graduate from this. So, again, all that's at joshuapwarren.com, and uh, it starts here, gosh, and, well, it's just, gonna, it's just days away. So uh, if people want to sign up right now, then uh, I'll be happy to extend your listeners a discount. Okay, now the discount cool. technically is expired already, but we don't want you to do that. Now, this show will be heard on the last Sunday in January, okay? And then mm -hmm. thereafter. Now, normally the price, the discount would have expired already. The first class is February 6th. But if you mention the show, how's that? 
You mentioned PowerCast, you give them a discount. That sounds very fair to me. And, uh, you know, I, in fact, I might go ahead and just extend the discount until this show airs because my goal here is to get as many sincere people as possible to sign up for this. And I want to make it as easy as possible for people to do so. So if I don't extend the discount, then you just mentioned that you are a Paracast listener and I'll give it to you anyway. But one way or another, if this is your cup of tea, if you're the right person for this, I want you as a student and uh, I want us to build a relationship. Now, the point being here is the one time thing. You will never do this ever again or what? You have my word. I will never ever do this again the rest of my life. The reason I say that is that I am extremely busy. And the reason is I get so many great opportunities to do things and I don't sit still for very long. And sitting in front of a computer and doing these classes, I'm going to relish doing this once. But uh, I'm, I've already gotten uh, probably about five different invitations to do events in February that I've turned down so I can do these classes. And, and I don't foresee ever doing that again. So this is for all the people out there who have, have asked me over the years to allow them to participate even though they can't travel to Asheville, North Carolina. And so uh, I want everybody to take this very seriously. If you want to do this, then this is your only opportunity. Again, where do they check this out? My personal website is joshuapwarren.com. There is no period after the P. If you go to joshuapwarren.com, there's a link right there at the very top of the page. In fact, you'll find it on a number of places on that page that you can click. You can, And you can also watch a little video of me talking about the classes. And basically, everybody who takes this course, again, is going to have access. We're going to have a good dialogue. And then at the end, I'm going to send a test. Then I will grade that test you know if you pass the test then i will send you a a certificate saying that you took this course and you passed it and so anybody out there who actually uh, appreciates my approach to the paranormal will also appreciate that you have gone through this uh, course we'll have more with joshua p warren on the other side with gene and chris you're in the paracast listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Had it been the sweet Paris air permeating the night? The intoxicating way her beauty had overtaken him. Whatever the case back then, Jordan Dunlevy is still in love with the memory of Lauren, the woman he'd lost so many years before. In Bookstore on the Seine, the journey of a conspiracy analyst, author C.L. Hendman, ties conspiracy theories, mystery, irony, and romance into this stimulating novel that masterfully interweaves the past with the present. Available on Amazon and Kindle and at bookstoreonthesend.com. That's S-E-I-N-E dot com. Bookstoreonthesend.com. Have you ever wanted a shortcut to getting the underground secrets to making money online and seriously grow your business? Whether it's a new business, a part-time income, or an existing business, you have this incredible limited offer to get a copy of this Amazon best-selling book on dot-com success for free. Uncover the success factors to make your business ignite. Go to secretsignite.com. That's secretsignite.com. Get your free copy now. Go to secretsignite.com. 
Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-615-7709. That's 800-615-7709. 800-615-7709. Hi there, I'm Bob Eubanks. You know, as part of Hollywood for a long time, I've seen my fair share of celebrities get in trouble with the IRS. Well, there's one name I trust, the Tax Defense Group. They're the most trusted name in tax. So if you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS, you really need to call my friends at the Tax Defense Group. Ignoring the IRS is not the solution. They can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, seize your home or business. But the Tax Defense Group could put a stop to all of that and tailor a program that would reduce your tax debt to pennies on the dollar. you got to love that. So don't just take my word for it. Call them. Find out for yourself. They offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And they're open 24 hours a day because they know that tax debt doesn't sleep either. Call now for your free and confidential tax analysis from the most trusted name in tax. Call 800-361-6907. 800-361-6907. For P150, P150 GA, P150 NY, P150 OK, P150 TN, C250A, C250E, C250Q. Not available in all states. If New York or Colorado, call for a similar offer. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, call Physicians Mutual Insurance Company, 1-800-656-4686. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away, so you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired. There are no networks, so you can choose any dentist you'd like. Call now for a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-656-4686. That's 1-800-656-4686. 1-800-656-4686. Hi, this is James Fox from Chasing UFOs. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Speaking of being in different places, from Asheville to Puerto Rico, how come you're in Puerto Rico right now? <laughs> you know, um, are, are we still on the air or is this off the air? <laughs> well, we're because, on, sir. Okay, that's good because uh, that means I can go on for a while. <laughs> this is a big, interesting story, actually. You know, I grew up in Asheville. And as I mentioned, I was studying Brown Mountain and the Brown Mountain Lights. And 
when it came to Brown Mountain, I found that Brown Mountain is more than a place where ghost lights simply appear. It's also a place where you have these, uh, well, I, I like to call it a phantasmagoria of odd experiences. People talking about UFOs, uh, psychic experiences, ghosts, time slips. I mean, all that stuff. And I started to realize, wow, Brown Mountain is kind of like a miniature Bermuda Triangle. So the more I studied that, the more I wanted to go and explore the Bermuda Triangle. Well, the Bermuda Triangle is this area which roughly goes from Florida to the island of Puerto Rico and then the island of Bermuda. Those are the three points. And again, it's, it's, it's a general way of describing the area. So I started traveling to the Bermuda Triangle uh, years ago and comparing some of the things that were happening here because it's a lot more than just – people having these uh, experiences with, you know, disappearances. I mean, this goes into the whole plethora of paranormal activity magnified uh, at this spot on, on planet Earth. There's a very interesting story. This is why I was asking you if I had time to dig into this, because this is really weird, but I think that you and your listeners will appreciate this. Fifteen years ago, and of course, since I have a laboratory, I'm one of those guys, if you tell me there's a piece of technology out there that uh, is exotic, I will buy it. I'm a sucker for any kind of weirdo gadget that I hear about. Even if it doesn't work, fine, I'll play with it, and then I'll say it doesn't work. And I, 15 years ago, I heard about these radionics devices called wishing machines, which are basically these boxes that have an input plate for a wish, if you will, an intention, and an output plate and knobs that you can use to tune this box. And I thought, man, this sounds like the scam of the century. I love this, you know. And uh, I bought one of these quote-unquote wishing machines for $300 from a guy in California. Now, all right, and now that might be a real coup or maybe you just lost $300. Well, but you see, here's the thing. I thought, well, I, I'm going to be clever here. I got the machine, and the first thing I did was wish for my $300 back. Well, here's the ironic part of this. I'm doing this kind of tongue-in-cheek. A few days later, I got a call from a major resort in Asheville, and they said, we have a group of dentists who have come into town, and they need somebody to tell them stories about our area for a one-hour soiree, and they're paying $300. And I thought, well, that's interesting because that's the exact amount that I'd wish for. I started experimenting with this thing, this wishing machine, and over the years, everything I wished for actually came true. And I was obviously surprised by this. The reason I'm telling you this story is that several years ago, I was sitting at my house in western North Carolina in the middle of February. There was several inches of snow on the ground, and the power had been going out, and I was just starting to get really fed up with the winter at that point. And I said, you know, I wish I was on a tropical island. So I got on my computer, and I typed tropical island into Google and did a search and I looked at all the pictures that came up. I think, I, I think the phrase I typed in was tropical beach. And uh, I just picked one, saved it, printed it out, put it on my wishing machine, tuned the thing. Within, I would say, no more than seven or eight days, I got an email from a guy named Michael Rivera who lives in Cabarojo, Puerto Rico. 
And he said, I have paranormal activity at my house. I would like for it to be professionally investigated. If you will do this, I'll pay you and I'll pay for your trip to come down here to Puerto Rico. And I was like, I'm there. You know, again, this is the middle of winter. So I hop on an airplane. I come down here to Puerto Rico. While I'm here, I meet a woman who's a realtor. She showed me this condo right here on the beach, this perfect. I was able to work it out so that I could actually get this place. I flew back to North Carolina. I told my wife, pack your bags. We're going to Puerto Rico. I'm in there and we're packing up everything. I looked over and I saw the machine sitting there with that little picture of the tropical beach. And I thought, man, this thing really works. And so I sat down in front of my computer and I brought up that image And I did a search on the name of that image, and I swear to you, I swear, that picture was a picture, unbeknownst to me, of the Bocaron Beach, which is the the beach that is right here next to this condo. Now, there is no way out of me selecting a random picture of a quote-unquote tropical beach that it could have just happened to be the beach that is literally at this spot on earth. And so I became fascinated with these devices. My website's got a lot of information about them because now I've started keeping track of people's results when they have these machines. I'm not selling these things. I mean, people buy them all over the world and have these amazing experiences and we're trying to understand how they work. So the the main reason I ended up here is, you know, I I always was interested in this area, but then that experience happened to me, and now that I'm here, I formed this base called the Bermuda Triangle Base. I'm the first guy in history who has live cameras around the hot spots where UFOs are seen, and we're documenting things that have never been documented here before. And so uh, whether it comes to ghosts, UFOs, cryptid, psychic phenomena, I could get very detailed if you'd like, but this place has got probably more paranormal activity per square foot than any place I've investigated in the world. Where, where exactly in Puerto Rico are you? Are you in the northeast uh, portion? by El Yunque, or where are you? I'm in the southwest, so exactly opposite of that. You know, most people who come to Puerto Rico, obviously, they go to San Juan, as they should, and uh, which San Juan is, you know, beautiful, and the history there is striking. It's the oldest city in U.S. territory. As you know, the El Yunque rainforest is nearby. But if you go to the southwestern part, that's where you have the UFO hotspots, and uh, unfortunately, you also have some of the best waters for snorkeling and, and fun in the sun. So there are a lot of good reasons to be here. <laughs> well, you know, you talked about this wishing machine. First of all, I can't stand the name um, uh, because it really smacks of, uh, I don't know, just something <laughs> Stephen Greerich. <laughs> That's the only thing I could come up with. Um, let's. I, I want to dig into this a little bit here. Um, you know, one person's... Uh, Wishing machine could be another person's paperweight. Um, first of all, why don't you give us our neophytes in, in radionics, um, which I think most people listening to the show would probably be classified as. Uh, why don't you give them a, a thumbnail sketch, of, uh, first of all, the, the, the field of radionics, what it is, how it works, and how it's been applied in this particular piece of uh, equipment. Well, you know, the funny thing about radionics is nobody knows how this stuff works. Um, And what I have found in my experiments is that it 
seems to work only within the laws of nature. So if you get one of these machines and you wish to fly like Superman or live forever, I mean, that's not going to happen. So there are limitations. But it's almost like if you wish for something that is possible, then not only will it occur, but it will occur more quickly than usual. Um, now, this could be just a very sophisticated type of placebo. But if that's all it is, who cares as long as it still works and gets the job done? Um, th these boxes can vary. Usually, a traditional radionics box is uh, its a wooden box. Uh, it has some kind of a, a plate, usually a metal plate, like a copper plate that's an input that you would use to place something that symbolizes your intention, whatever it is that you want to achieve. Let's go and more into the wishing or radionics box. And we'll box it in our next segment with Joshua P. Warren and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Had it been the sweet Paris air permeating the night, the intoxicating way her beauty had overtaken him. Whatever the case back then, Jordan Dunleavy is still in love with the memory of Lauren, the woman he'd lost so many years before. In Bookster on the Seine, the journey of a conspiracy analyst, author C.L. Hendman, ties conspiracy theories, mystery, irony, and romance into this stimulating novel that masterfully interweaves the past with the present. Available on Amazon and Kindle and at bookstoreonthesend.com. That's S-E-I-N-E dot -E com. Bookstoreonthesend.com. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Attention small business owners. Want to save money on your employee health insurance plan? 
Learn the little-known solution that could save thousands of dollars on your health insurance benefits and save your employees money, too. Call Health Markets for a free consultation, and one of our 3,000 local agents will show you how to make health care reform work for you. We'll design customized solutions for your business that can lower health care costs for you and your employees. We'll work directly with you to determine your needs. We search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide. You'll also find out if tax credits could save you money. Best of all, the service is free of charge. See why Health Markets has enrolled Americans in more than 2 million insurance policies. You don't have to wait for open enrollment to lower your cost. Call now. Find out how much you and your employees could be saving. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-930-5137. That's 800-930-5137. 800-930-5137. Bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment, all things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Robert Hastings, author of UFOs and Nukes, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. You're talking about this radionics machine. Joshua, tell us more. Yeah, well, so you've got a metal input plate, and then you have some kind of an output plate, which is usually non-conductive. Maybe it's made out of plastic. And the two are connected by this very bizarre circuit. Uh, And it it usually includes a variety of quartz crystals, coils that are similar to Tesla-type coils. You have interesting shapes that are reminiscent of sacred geometry, like cones and pyramids, all this kind of weird stuff that scientifically makes no sense whatsoever. And there are usually a number of potentiometers, which are just like radio volume knobs that are in the middle. Nine is a good standard number. And so basically what you do is you go through a process of symbolizing what you want to achieve on the input plate, and then you tune each one of those knobs using a, uh, a technique which varies. Some people rub the plate, and but it's a very subjective technique. The idea is that you're trying to create a feedback loop with yourself, essentially. Um, so, in other words, if you have two magnets, of course, if you have opposite sides, they'll attract. Uh, and if you have like sides, they'll push apart. So you're trying to tune this thing so that there's an attraction or some kind of a sticky feeling. Now, there are other things that you can do to tune the machine, but ultimately, again, it's a very subjective process. And then you put the machine away in a quiet place with your intention there. The concept is that at that point, the machine sort of takes over. So you know how, like in the double-slit experiment, scientists claim that the, the way the particles behave is determined by the observer, 
So it's almost like that you can put your intention into the machine and then put it away and you can stop thinking about it because now the machine becomes the observer for that part of your life. In other words, if you read a lot of these books about law of attraction and that kind of thing, they'll tell you you need to stay focused on what you want. But that's not so easy, especially these days. So you could put your intention in this thing, put it away, and then you can go and you know watch the football game and have dinner or whatever, and you don't have to think about it because you are somehow taking a part of your observation, shall we say, and you're, you're symbolically, and who knows, maybe even literally, putting it into this extension of yourself. And from there, things happen. Now, why does it work again? We don't know. You know, it goes back to that favorite quote of mine by Einstein, you know, if we knew what we were doing, we wouldn't call it research. But, you know, gravity was around before Isaac Newton was born. And so, you know, we, we don't necessarily have to understand everything around us, but we have to first accept that something is working. And then, then we work on trying to understand how and why it works. And so that's pretty much where we're at right now is this experimental and research stage. Okay, so we're talking here about something that you're investigating, but if you went to a scientist and said, okay, here's my wishing machine, what do you think of it? Would they laugh you out of the room? Well, some might, but, you know, Popular Mechanics did uh, an article about the wishing machine that came out last year, and it was actually, a, I was a really surprised, it was a very, you know, open-minded approach at wishing machines and the connection between quantum mechanics and the mysteries of consciousness. Uh, in fact, there is a, a link to that article, I believe if you go to joshuapwarren.com and, uh, and click around, you'll find a link, or I'm sure you can just go and search for Popular Mechanics and and wishing machine. It depends on the scientist that you're talking to, you know, because uh, some people try to look at things in a strict Newtonian fashion. And it all has to be like, you know, physical particles, like balls on a billiard table that are all hitting each other and, and going in a very predictable pattern. Uh, then you talk to people who go one step beyond that, who are looking into the mysteries of time and uh, the mysteries of multiple dimensions and the mysteries of consciousness. And, and those people, they're very open to it. So I, I think that you'll find if you talk to some of the more advanced scientists who are really digging into the mysteries of the quantum world, you know, they would say, look, there's something to it. And, and, and there are also some experiments that have been done, which tend to, uh, to give us some insight into this. Uh, there was an experiment that was done at the University of, uh, I believe it was Waterloo in Ontario, Canada, uh, just a couple years ago. Well, of course, I'm sure that all your listeners are familiar with the concept of entanglement, um, what Einstein called spooky action at a distance. The idea that two particles can instantaneously affect each other regardless of the distance between them. Uh, we don't understand how that works. Scientists accept that that is real, but they don't understand it, how particles become entangled, uh, because obviously the fastest thing supposedly out there is the speed of light, 186,000 miles per second. So it should at least take long enough for a, a beam of light to travel between these two particles for one to influence the other, but that doesn't factor in here. It's instantaneous. Well, at the University of Waterloo, for the first time ever, they created multi- party entanglement. So what that means is they have 
have have proven that three or more particles can all be entangled. Now, that means three or more particles are all capable of instantaneously affecting each other. What this is showing us is that possibly the entire universe is in a state of entanglement, or at least much more of it than we previously thought, and that everything is directly connected in some fashion. So this is not some you know, fantasy. I mean, this is real advanced science that most people don't don't know about because they're you know watching their soap opera or whatever. And so what we are are understanding is that your brain and what's going on in your mind may literally be connected to the environment around you in ways that you've never even thought about. And that if you have some kind of a tool that helps your brain to operate in a certain disciplined way that you are training yourself to use parts of the mind that uh, people have not been usually throughout history training themselves to, uh, to do. Now, let me talk about the article for a second. It's in Popular Mechanics. It's dated October 28th, 2015. So you can check it online. Okay. And the title is Spooky Action at a Distance, The Strange science of radionics. It's kind of a human interest kind of story, and Joshua is among those interviewed at it. So the thing I'm interested in is the fact that, according to what it says here, that these machines tend to be home-built. It's not that you go into Target and buy one. Can you actually buy one, maybe a used one, to give it a try before you spend a lot of money? Well, um, I don't recommend getting a used one. And, and, and the reason is, um, and this is just my opinion, um, I find that these machines are, they become very personal. It's, it's kind of like when you buy a cell phone. When you get that cell phone, it may already have a little bit of basic pre-programming on it. Well, you know, you, you get the, the machine, and after a few days of having this cell phone, we'll say, you, you start personalizing it. You, you start putting your own content on there and uh and and then after a, a month i mean the the cell phone feels so familiar that if you go to dinner and you put it on the table it's almost like you have another ex- extension of yourself there you have another appendage you know that phone is right there and after a year I mean, your life is on that phone. If you lose that phone, it can become a tragedy. You know, all your personal information's on there. Um, and so, yeah, but Joshua, you- two points here. Number one is backup. I have gotten a number of iPhones over the years. I back it up. I restore that content to a new iPhone, and I have all my material with me. I have that extension to my life, if that's what you want to call it. When you sell that device to somebody else... You will erase it. There's a way to completely blank it out, remove the content that's on there so that nobody else has it. It's like to them a new device and they can go on in turn and if they have a previous device, they could restore it and get their entire user environment back. Unless, of course, you're switching from Android to iPhone or vice versa, then you have to use different tools which are not as complete because the transfer will never be perfect. Just want to bring that out in terms of the smartphone. So yes, it takes on the ability of being an extension to what you do, but you're not restricted to a single device. You can always well, well, yeah. upgrade it. You can. It's very easy to do. I think it takes about a half hour for me 
just set up a brand new iPhone. And I do that with my computers also. I use Macs and to transfer my environment from a backup may take two, three hours, but then I'm back to where I was at the beginning. We've got more to come with Joshua Warren and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com. Stop by and take a shopping tour. Had it been the sweet Paris air permeating the night? The intoxicating way her beauty had overtaken him. Whatever the case back then, Jordan Dunleavy is still in love with the memory of Lauren, the woman he'd lost so many years before. In Bookstore on the Sen, the journey of a conspiracy analyst, author C.L. Hendman, ties conspiracy theories, mystery, irony, and romance into this stimulating novel that masterfully interweaves the past with the present. Available on Amazon and Kindle and at bookstoreonthesen.com. That's S-E-I-N-E.com. Bookstoreonthesen.com. Lifetime Gray's 100% grass-fed beef has the health benefits you seek. When compared to conventional beef, it offers good fats while virtually eliminating the bad. That's the result of cattle who never eat grain, ever. Rich in antioxidants, including vitamin E, C, beta-carotene, and CLA. No artificial hormones, antibiotics, or other drugs. For all our fresh, non-cooked products with only 100% grass-fed beef, go to MidasResources.com. Use voucher code GCN to get 30% off your order. MidasResources.com or find us on Facebook. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So Joshua, I think you see the point I was raising, but I suspect maybe you had a different one. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a very literal interpretation of what i was saying because again this it's not a cell phone you know but that gives you an example like i for example i don't buy used cell phones and i don't hold it against somebody who does buy a used cell phone but i don't do that so i would say you know if somebody wants to go buy a used wishing machine yeah go for it you know if you want to build the machine yourself there is a ton of great literature out there that you can get for free about how to build one charles casamano is an author who has written many books about how to build these things or if you're like me and you don't have time and you just want to buy one again you know if you go to my website joshuapwarren.com you'll find that you can buy one there if you're like me and you want to experiment with these things and you know there are people out there 
who charge thousands of dollars for a wishing machine. And, and you don't have to take my word for it. You can go on the internet and look up radionics and see some of the astronomical prices that people are asking. The fellow that I had teamed up with is a guy who builds these in South Carolina. He builds some of the very best in the world. I think they're the best because I've had a lot of success using them over the years. And uh, you can get one of his for $195, you know. Again, if you're the type of person who doesn't want to experiment, you know, don't experiment. But if you want to experiment, like me, well, this is an opportunity for you to get one of these things and and try it out. But, you know, again, this could just be an elaborate placebo or it could be a real technology. Personally, I think it's a real technology. I think there's something about these circuits that has to do with with the crystals within them. Uh, And the reason I say that is that Hitachi developed a quartz crystal slide, really. It looks about like if you were to take a microscope slide and and slice it in half, uh, they developed a little quartz crystal material about that size, which can hold hundreds of terabytes of information and is able to withstand temperatures of thousands of degrees Fahrenheit without losing that information. Quartz crystal has this incredible ability to store info. And so when you have complete crystals incorporated in there, I think that maybe they play a key role in in storing up something about the, the consciousness that we don't understand at this point. That doesn't sound right. Uh, the quartz has a melting point that's way less than thousands of degrees. I mean, you, you get heat up to 2,500, uh, 2,000 to 2,500 degrees, that quartz is melting. Well, that's pretty high, isn't it? You know, I mean, uh, you can read the story. Go on online yourself. Don't take my word for it. This is a new story about Hitachi developing a, a quartz storage medium. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's 2,000 degrees. That's pretty darn hot. <laughs> my girlfriend in college. <laughs> <laughs> if you do look online, you will see a number of radionics boxes of some sort at different prices. So just to point that out. And of course, it's, I guess, among all the things that one could do, it's not a lot of money. So if it's just something that doesn't really work to your satisfaction, I don't know. I don't think it's so harmful. It's not like somebody charging you a few thousand dollars to go on a UFO hunt and then signing a non-disclosure agreement. Just to point that out. Well, at least at least you get some you know some tangible product in your hand, as opposed to investing uh, you know ungodly amounts of money in free energy devices that are never delivered, <laughs> which another Asheville <laughs> resident's been accused of uh, on and off over the years. I think he's well, still there. Is, is, isn't uh, Dr. Greer still there in the Asheville area? I don't. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure if he's there or not. I I know that Dr. Greer used to uh, to live in Asheville, but I don't know if he's still around. And 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 I really don't know Dr. Greer either. So no. Well, but, he's but, one of our favorite um, kind of whipping whipping boys uh, at the Paracast because of his uh, very checkered uh, history and and some of the outrageous claims and 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 whatnot that he's made over the years and all the money that's been invested in free energy devices that never seem to be. Uh, brought forth or, 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 you know, put forward, which is unfortunate because, you know, there's a sucker born every minute. And, you know, I think we all agree that there's a lot of very gullible people out there that want to believe, that want want to buy into things. And it's only when you have um, 
I, I think like what you're describing is is a research and a um, educational curve. If you have questions about a device or a technique or a belief or a case or whatever it might be, you shouldn't take my word for it or my opinion or Gene's or, or Joshua's. You should you know go out there and get a sampling of opinions and then based on the conclusion that you come up with, which you work out after doing the research, then you can make an informed uh, decision or choice or, or create some, some form of position uh, in regards to whatever it is that you're, you're uh, interested in and researching. And something like a radionics device, of course, I've, I've heard about them on and off over the years. I've never really had a chance to play around with them. But, you know, you, you run into this a lot, in the, uh, especially in the haunted site, um, you know, investigative community, things like the Ovulus and, and, and other, the, the Spiricom and, and uh, other devices that uh, invariably come out every few years. And uh, I have done some work with some of those. The Ovulus, I found, uh, was very intriguing, a random uh, uh, syllable and word generator. I saw examples of in- entire sentences, questions being answered, which totally fly in the face of uh, a probability. So, you know, I do have a, a sneaking suspicion that you're right, that there is something uh, very um, very intriguing uh, at, at the core of some of these um, acclaimed technologies. But then for every one of those, you've got a half a dozen, dozen of others that aren't worth the, uh, <laughs> the materials that it took to put them together. So, you know, caveat emptor, I guess, would be the... <laughs> the best way to kind of sum it up. So. Joshua, I was thinking of something here. As most of our listeners know, because we have a second radio show, The Tech Night Out Live, I've been reviewing electronic components for probably, I don't know, 25 years. I get them from different companies. Apple has sent me merchandise over the years. For example, for about two months, I had one of their iMacs with 5K Retina displays, a $2,500 computer. They've sent me iPhones to review, iPads, etc. Would you be interested here? Here's the challenge, Joshua Warren. Currently on your site, you're selling three different versions of a radionics device or wishing machine. Would you be willing to send one over to me to try out? Let the chips fall where they may. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I I will talk to the man who makes them. As you know, I don't make them, uh, but I think he would be more than happy to. Um, And in fact, we have uh, we frequently will do that. I mean, uh, George Norrie has one. uh, Dave Schrader has one. uh, Heather Wade, who hosts Midnight in the Desert. uh, I I was on her program the other night, and she was telling me that the first time she ever watched a wishing machine video that she was laughing. Uh, she thought it was so ridiculous, and then uh, we sent her one, and now she says, this has changed my life. Um, and, and Dave Schrader, you know, if you go to our, our website, wishingmachineproject.com, you can hear audio of him talking about all of his wishes coming true. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll ask Dr. Mulder. I'm sure he'll be fine with that. Uh, we call him Dr. Mulder because he, uh, the guy he, who makes these things, um, he's not like I am. He's a very private person. Uh, I guess he's a normal person, really, is what that means. And uh, he, um, he he has he found out that when you get a reputation as a guy who builds wishing machines, uh, people will beat a path to your door and you know crawl in your windows. 
so uh, we call him Dr. Mulder. That's his nickname. But no, honestly, I don't see any problem with uh, sending you one so that you can do your own objective research. And, and, and you know, frankly, um, I think that that is just part of human nature. I mean, I can tell you all day long about my experience seeing a ghost. And I could even show you the picture I took and everything else. And I might be able to convince you that my experience was real. But there's always going to be some little part of, of your brain there, something in the back of your mind, that is going to think, man, unless I see this myself, I'm not going to believe it. We've got and more to so, come with Joshua yeah. Warren. And we'll talk about getting me a wishing machine if that's possible. More to come with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features, and most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Hello again. My name is Gary Clark. I'm the actor who's turning 80 in August who played the part of Steve on the 1960s Western TV series, The Virginian. Now, those of you who've suffered the side effects of prescribed medicines know what I'm talking about. And those of you who have watched the devastating effects that worrying about you has had on your loved ones. And what I shared a few months ago is only part of the story. I neglected to mention how One World Whey protein powder has affected my life. Now, I realize this is not dinner table conversation but here goes anyway. One World Way solved my irregularity. I'd been plagued with constipation for years, and I thought it would be that way for the rest of my life. Three weeks on One World Way set me on a new path. That was five months ago, and I haven't been irregular since. Will it work the same way for you? I don't know. It worked for me. Call 888-988-3325 or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorld, W-H-E-Y.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson, Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. 
happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Bend Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP hardened generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP hardened solar generator energy insurance. For your family or business, call Portable Solar LLC today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So listeners, we're in the process of trying to work this out, and hopefully in the near future. We'll see one of these machines, and I'll give it a try, and we'll try the kind of experiments that you listeners might suggest to see what it really does. Joshua has my mailing address and phone number as we speak in his chat window on Skype. So we'll see what happens. Now, you brought up before, and I wanted to kind of segue back to that, mentioning that you're in the Bermuda Triangle area. Now, of course, we've heard all the legends about the Bermuda Triangle. And I remember specifically reading about that in the early UFO books because there was always that resemblance. Major Keogh talked about it. I was a friend of the late Charles Berlitz who wrote one of the best-selling books on the Bermuda Triangle, which had that title back in the late 70s. So I followed it over the years. Now, the skeptical viewpoint, Joshua, here is that the reason things happen, planes, ships disappear or are wrecked, is because the weather conditions out there tend to be unpredictable, tend to be unusual, and it's all just natural that these things happen. What's your take? Well, you know, I'm glad you you asked this question because when most people think of the Bermuda Triangle, the first thing they think about are, are, are the disappearances. But actually, that's not what makes this area so special. First, let me just address the disappearances. If you want to ship something through this area and you want to insure that shipment, it doesn't cost you any more money than it would to ship anywhere else. Statistically, there are no higher odds of you disappearing here. However, when those disappearances do occur, they are pretty freaky. Uh, Obviously, most people know about Flight 19 these five bombers that disappeared on a training mission in 1945. And then, of course, a rescue plane was sent out, and it also disappeared. So when these disappearances occur, they're pretty extraordinary. But what I found is that it it goes beyond the disappearances. It goes to the wide range 
of paranormal phenomena in general that happens to occur around this part of the world. Let's just start here, for example, in Puerto Rico, where I'm joining you from right now. Of course, as I mentioned earlier, we have San Juan here, which is the oldest city in U.S. territory. By the way, when Columbus came here on his second voyage in in 1493, he experienced a lot of weird stuff. Uh, I think on his first voyage in 1492, he talked about his compass going haywire as he entered this area uh, and, and seeing weird lights in the sky that he couldn't explain. I mean, even Columbus. But but anyway, San Juan has plenty of haunted spots and catacombs under various parts of the city. And so there are plenty of ghosts. When it comes to UFOs, well, for one thing, you've got the Arecibo Observatory here, which is the largest satellite dish on, on Earth or radio satellite dish on Earth. I think the Chinese are in the process of building a bigger one. But still, I mean, this is the the dish that you've seen in the movies like Contact or uh, James Bond, GoldenEye. Uh, so there is a lot of interaction that takes place between the, the scientists and, and trying to, uh, you know, uh, attempt to communicate with beings from beyond. It's a big, big UFO and USO hotspot. And, of course, USOs are the ones that go in and out of the water. Uh, when it comes to cryptids, well, this is the birthplace of the chupacabra. And the chupacabra is not some kind of mangy coyote like the media would lead you to believe when they find one of those things in the American Southwest. No, the chupacabra is a bipedal alien-looking creature with big black eyes and spines running down its back that seems to teleport itself. And there are all kinds of stories I can tell you about that. When it comes to psychic phenomena, I mean, you have so many areas around here where people uh, experience miracles. You've got you've got natural wonders here. In fact, there are more year-round active bioluminescent bays here than there are anywhere else in the world. So all that said, I could really dig deep into all the paranormal activity that's focused here, but I started looking into why, like why, what's so special about this area years ago, and then I realized something. NASA produces these maps that are called gravity maps. And they show you the strength of the Earth's gravitational field at various spots around the planet. Places where the field is a little stronger are denoted in red, and places where it's weaker are denoted in blue. Because going back to what we were talking about earlier with gravity and and time and space and all that, you know, Earth is not a perfect sphere, and it's full of all kinds of weird minerals, and so the gravitational field is very inconsistent. Well, if you look at these maps... This area that we call the Bermuda Triangle has some of the lowest gravity, so to speak, some of the lowest strength, some of the weakest gravity on planet Earth. And in fact, if you look right here in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle, so to speak, if you look at the island of Puerto Rico where I am right now, the gravity here is so weak that on that map, the blue is so dark, you literally cannot even see the island itself on the map. It's just blotted out. I began to study the potential relationship between gravity and paranormal experiences. I'm still in the process of studying this, but I found uh, this interesting correlation that I've never heard anybody else ever talk about. And that is that at places that have a weaker gravitational field, 
according to my research, more people have reported having paranormal experiences. If you go to spots on the Earth that have a stronger gravitational field, you find sacred sites. You find pyramids. You find temples. You find places where people would go to get sanctuary from strange things. Because, you know, we live in this kind of, you know, backwards age when we're out there saying, hey, I want to see the weird stuff. I want to see the ghosts. I want to see the UFOs. Throughout most of human history, it's been the opposite. People have not wanted to have these experiences and those encounters. And so it's interesting to see that, again, it seems that these areas that people felt were safe zones became sacred sites, and places like this one, where people were having experiences all the time, have that weaker gravitational field. So I really believe that we're on the precipice of understanding something about how gravity relates to the paranormal. Also, have um, a similar scenario um, surrounding the Earth's uh, magnetic field. When you have a, a maximum field strength in, in close proximity to minimum field strength, that seam between the two tends to be where uh, paranormal uh, activity is reported. And oftentimes, you'll have a gravitic low there as well. That's a very good point, Christopher, because you know, um, people often ask me why does it seem that there are more ghostly encounters at night versus the day? Now, for one thing, that could be a slight misinterpretation just because that ghosts are often reported to have this sort of faint glow about them, which would be easier to spot at night than during the day. But that said, going back to the magnetosphere, I mean, hopefully a lot of your listeners have seen this illustrated. If not, you can find it very quickly on the Internet. The Earth's magnetic field, the magnetosphere, is what protects us from these harmful rays that are blasting in our direction from the sun. Let's and do so, more of protection here from those harmful rays with Joshua Warren and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paragast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists, get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? 
we can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-340-5528. That's 800-340-5528. Again, 800-340-5528. For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products. Most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey guy. Is negative content or comments on the web affecting your personal or professional reputation? Unfavorable comments, embarrassing pictures, videos, legal documents, and negative articles can ruin your personal life, your career, or your business. It happens a lot, and it's just not fair. But what can you do? ReputationDefender.com can help protect your good name. Get a free consultation now. Call 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Call right now for a free expert reputation analysis. It's easy to squash the unfair attacks with our patented system, and the analysis is absolutely free. Make the best things about you jump out in searches. Protect your personal and professional reputation, your business, and your income. Get your free reputation analysis from ReputationDefender.com right now. Call 800-831-0771. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com today. This is Kurt Seven, the author of UFO Mysteries, and you're listening to the Paracast. In case you're wondering why you're not hearing a lot from Chris O'Brien, he's still on the men from that lung ailment. So I'm just trying to make it easy for him. And with a guest like Joshua P. Warren, all you have to do is ask a question, sit back and listen. Go on, please. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Gene. I appreciate that. The funny thing is, gosh, uh, we're this, the, the time is flying by here because these are some great topics. So the side of the Earth's magnetosphere that is facing the sun is compressed because it's being blasted by all of this solar energy. The side that is facing away from the sun, the nighttime side, has the field nice and open and expanded and stretching out into space. So if you look at a profile of this, it almost looks like Earth has a comet tail. Like the the side that's facing the sun is close to the Earth and the other side is stretching out into the distance. This is, in fact, why that you can often pick up radio stations at night 
that you cannot pick up during the day. That's because when the magnetosphere expands, it lifts the ionosphere and radio signals bounce off of the ionosphere at different angles. And so you can, uh, you can hear at nighttime stations that might be thousands of miles away that you're not going to pick up so well during the day. This is well, primarily, by the way, a phenomenon of AM radio stations. You don't see this with FM, but the skipping phenomenon means, for example, when I first moved to Alabama and I mentioned earlier this place I used to work at in Piedmont, Alabama, I could listen to WLS from Chicago, Illinois loud and clear every night or wabc new york another clear channel station yeah well there you go i mean and, and this is something that who knows maybe i'll use that example in 20 years and nobody will know what i'm talking about because everything will be internet based but <laughs> but you know well, what well it's amplitude about. as opposed to frequency modulation so yeah yeah and, and so therefore uh you have a less disrupted environment in general at night for these subtle electromagnetic frequencies. And even though we don't understand precisely how, say, a ghost materializes, just about any researcher who's out there in the field on a regular basis will tell you that at places where people have these experiences, you find these spontaneous bursts of anomalous electromagnetic fields. And so there is some kind of a connection between these things that people describe as ghostly experiences and these electromagnetic manifestations. And so I believe at night, well, that is just a much more calm environment in general so that when these things, uh, well, A, they might be able to present themselves because they're not being dominated by stronger fields. And then secondly, we notice them more as well. By the way, when it comes to, say, certain times of year, like Halloween, people ask me, is there more paranormal activity around Halloween? Well, look at what's happening uh, in our part of the world in the fall. The Earth is shifting away from the sun. So, again, this is another example of how that uh, it, this might apply in terms of the relationship between where you're living and what's happening in the cosmic environment around you. As we learn more and more things about our crazy corner of the universe. Now, in connection, I guess, just very loosely with the fact that you do, you have this course, and if you pass it, you're going to get a certification. What about a movement here to get more traditional academic institutions to run courses on UFOs and paranormal investigation? Right now, you know, there is obviously the perception that people like you and me and Chris, well, less so Chris, are fringe people, wackadoos, people who are dealing with fringe science. How do we make all this stuff mainstream? Is there any way to ever do that? Or are we destined to be something that exists on the edges? <laughs> Red-haired stepchildren. <laughs> that too. Well, let me give you an absolutely perfect example of of what you know let me put it this way a perfect way of answering your question um going back to brown mountain in western north carolina for over 100 years according to journalistic accounts and perhaps hundreds of years according to some of the local legends people have been seeing these multicolored balls of light floating around this low-lying mountain which is now in the middle of the Pisgah National Forest there in Western North Carolina. They've been studied by scientists all throughout you know, the 20th century and, and, and this century. And um, 
of every caliber, you know, chemists, astronomers, physicists, you name it. And there are every kind of, uh, of legend you can um, imagine about ghosts and aliens and, you know, interdimensional beings, etc. Well, my team and I spent about 15 years camping up there, using equipment, bringing experts with us, uh, documenting this. I mean, bringing real scientists. Like I brought a scientist who was a physicist at the Oak Ridge National Laboratory. Uh, I brought a real rocket scientist from Ohio State University, uh, a geologist from the uh, the United Nations, believe it or not. I mean, all this kind of stuff. And, and documenting these lights and getting good footage for the first time and, and, and documenting this interference that occurs in the electromagnetic environment when they appear, etc. Despite all that, over the past 10 years or so, Whenever the media has done a story about the Brown Mountain Lights, they call me first, and I'm the believer, you know, and, and they, they get my take on it. Then they've turned around, and they call this guy who is a, an astronomer named Dr. Dan Caton at Appalachian State University, and they call him to get the quote-unquote skeptic's point of view. And so Dr. Caton, for over 10 years, has been coming out there in the media uh, saying, look, uh, there's no proof that this stuff even exists. And being very dismissive, there have been all these different kinds of um, of seminars that they produced in the area. Where and, and, and I'm not afraid to say right here on your show, this guy's been outright, in my opinion, condescending and arrogant toward people for over 10 years, blowing all this off like, I haven't seen anything. Well, guess what? Last July... Dr. Daniel Caton and his colleague from Appalachian State University finally documented the Brown Mountain Lights. They had taken two cameras up there themselves um, that were viewing the mountain from uh, obviously two different points of view. And he, he came out and he, he did an interview with the Charlotte Observer and NPR, and he said, look, We've we've got lots of footage of, of stars and airplanes and lights from traffic, and we know what all that is, but we finally captured some lights here we can't explain. And he himself admitted, I've been very dismissive of all this, but I shouldn't have been. And now that he has seen it, dun, da, 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 there will probably be grant money you know, spent, and, and, and it's being taken seriously. So all these years, you've had uh, hundreds if not thousands of people who have seen this stuff, we've videotaped it, we've documented it, but it didn't become something quote-unquote real until this fellow who was with this university saw it. And now uh, that this has happened, um, I'm sure that everybody's going to say, well, this this is the man who, who documented this phenomenon properly for the first time. And so what you, what you realize, and, and I've known this for a long time, is that when you decide to go into this field that we call the paranormal investigation field, it is a blessing because you often get to be the first person to see some of these extraordinary things. But it's also a bit of a curse because you are only going to be relevant to the conversation so long as it remains paranormal. In other words here, to sum up, what this means here is you may be the pioneer who helps encourage people to take it seriously, gives people a focal point to investigate all these claims, all these incidents. But as soon as mainstream science picks up on it, they won't remember you, they won't remember me, they won't remember Chris. It may not be a power cast unless we continue 
looking at unexplored mysteries, unexplained mysteries, and we continue to find new stuff to continue to investigate because that's the way it will continue to be. We've got more to come with Joshua P. Warren and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great t-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children. Stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com. Stop by and take a shopping tour. Why be held hostage by your wireless carrier for two years? What if there were no contracts, no activation fees, no tracking, tracing, or draconian gimmicks? All on America's largest 4G LTE networks. Introducing PixWireless.com. Activate your Sprint, AT&T, and unlock GSM phones instantly. Bring your own device and make the switch today. Here's how. Call or click 1-800-205-9513 or PixWireless.com. Spelled P-I-X. PixWireless.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. As a doctor, I see patients every day who are losing their vision to age-related macular degeneration, also known as AMD. If you have blurry vision or blind spots, they can be symptoms of AMD, and if untreated, could lead to blindness. The good news? AMD can be managed with effective clinically approved treatments that may reverse some vision loss. For free AMD information, contact the Foundation Fighting Blindness at 1-800-BLINDNESS. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. There is a cure in sight. All right, guys, we're ready for our four-season sunroom, and Daddy's going to get a rec room with refreshments. Oh, no, we'll be sleeping under the stars. Mom, what about the one with, you know, the fun? Nice try, little bro. It's a gym, my gym. Hey, Grandma's getting her Four Seasons garden room, weather tight and still like being outdoors. Maybe a living room. Oh, no, wait, a family hub. Yeah. No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four Seasons Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since 1975. More reasons for Four Seasons Now. 
To find out more, call toll-free 800-848-6333. That's 800-848-6333. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest-priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Hi, it's Grant Cameron from PresidentialUFO.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Final segment with Joshua P. Warren and Gene and Chris, and we're focusing on a whole number of paranormal mysteries. We're going to hopefully look at a wishing machine or a radionics box. So I can give you my review. Not a technology review for the Tech Night Owl, but we're going to see how it works. How my crazy life might be impacted by a machine of this sort. And boy, it's crazy. Joshua Warren, over the years here, and you've been doing it for a while, do you think we've made any real progress towards achieving what might be a victory in getting more mainstream people to look at some of these mysteries? You mentioned the Brown Mountain Lights as an example, what else is going to come? What do you think is going to be next? Well, you know, I tell you, Gene, this is a very interesting double-edged sword because we now have this incredible era when everybody practically is running around with a camera in his or her pocket. This is, you know, this has never happened. Every person who's got a cell phone, I, mean, I hardly ever see a cell phone that can't take a picture these days. And so you have this incredible amount of of potential photographers out there all over the world. They're taking pictures like crazy. There's security cameras all over the place. There's dash cams. I mean, you know, it's like a, a, there's a car wreck and some, somebody captures it. So you think to yourself, wow, in that case, there ought to be a ton of evidence. Finally, you know, people should be getting ghosts and UFOs all the time. The funny thing is we do get bombarded. Certainly I do every day. People contact me. I mean, every week I get probably at least, I would say, at least 75 to 100 people who are just sending me images to look at every week. They have captured UFOs. They've captured ghosts. But at the same time, you have software out there that is specifically designed to hoax this stuff. People can go and download these apps, and I'm not going to give out the names of the apps. I guarantee you that that literally let you insert ghosts and UFOs and crazy things into your pictures. The same technology that has allowed us to, to, to more easily document this stuff also allows people to more easily hoax it. And so what we're dealing with now is, in some ways, going back to a more old-fashioned method, which means if you send me an image of something that you've captured that is supposed to be paranormal, and you ask me to analyze it, I'm not just going to analyze that image for what the image is. I also want to talk to you, and I want you 
to tell me that you took that picture and I want you to tell me when you took it, what the weather was like, and I want you to show me pictures that you took before you took that picture and maybe pictures you took after you took that picture. And there are all these kind of more like organic, fundamental, journalistic things that you would do in order to place this image in context before I'm going to go out there and draw some conclusion about its legitimacy. And so I I think that uh, right now, it's still relatively new that we have so much of this stuff being presented. But this year, I'm working on a a project. We're in the early stages. Soon I'll be able to talk about this a little bit more once everything is solidified. But I'm working on a, a project with uh, a handful of other researchers that is uh, unprecedented as well, we are going to be going to some extremely active paranormal hotspots. And we are going to set up a number of cameras. Because, you know, it it just takes two cameras for a 3D image. We're going to set up five to ten cameras, all focused on a particular hotspot. It's going to be a very controlled process. We're going to document ourselves setting it up. And once we capture some of these things that have never been seen before in this way, we are going to take lie detector tests to do everything within our power to demonstrate that we have not tampered with this or in, in any way you know, altered what is being presented. And at that point, hopefully we can at least resolve this question of whether or not ghosts are real or maybe some of these flying saucers, et cetera, are real. You have a um, short list of uh, possible uh, uh, destinations uh, for this? Yeah, we well, well, I'm still open. I'm wide open to getting you know uh, access to any great location. Uh, we're calling this the Mobius Mission. We have a good budget for it already. I'd like everybody listening to your program to know that if they would like to be among the very first people to see some of the images that we capture, if you go to my website, joshuapwarren.com, you can just uh, sign up for my free e-newsletter there. Uh, these are personal e-newsletters that I send out. I type them with my own little fingers there, and you'll be among the first to see this stuff. But this year, I, I, I made a bold proclamation earlier that I believe this is going to be the year when we finally are able to at least get enough evidence to answer the question uh, as to whether or not ghosts are real for everybody, then we can move on to, okay, what are they? Cool. Count me in, man. If you need an extra investigator, I'm, I'm your man. <laughs> Good. Well, thank you very much for that, Christopher. I appreciate it. And and I, and I want everybody to sort of realize that when I saw my first ghost, I was in the room. I was in an attic, actually, with another researcher. We both saw it. He was on one side. I was on the other. We both touched it. I photographed it. What more can I do? I, I, I don't have a Ghostbusters trap that I can kick out there and stomp to suck the thing in and you know release it into a jar in my museum. I, I, I became very frustrated that I was able to see something with another person there from two different angles. We both touched it. I took a picture of it, and still it didn't resolve the question of whether or not ghosts are real. Well, this experiment that we're going to do, this project that we're going to do, this is going to be everything that we can do to at least resolve that question. So anybody out there who's got access to some really cool locations that might be perfect for this, please contact me through my website and let me know. Chris will talk to you about this, and this will be very interesting to see if you focus on some of the areas he's looked into. In the next minute and a half or so, Joshua P. Warren, would you tell our listeners one more time about this course? Well, thank you very much. This is 
I believe 100% the best, most comprehensive paranormal investigation and really metaphysics course that has ever been produced. And that's because I have done my best to take many, many years of research, not just my own, but also great things I've adapted from others, and sort of condense it down into the real meat. And, and it's extremely interactive. We're going to dig into ghosts, spiritual activity of all kinds, angels, demons, interdimensional beings, ghosts, not only ghosts, but uh, E.T., aliens, cryptids, psychic phenomena, magic. It really is uh, a little bit of everything, and it's going to be live and interactive. It's going to happen one time only. If you go right now to joshuapwarren.com and click the link for the classes, if I have extended the discount, fine. If not, you just let me know that you heard about it here on the Paracast, and I'll make sure that you get the discount for the classes, and you're going to have access to everything that uh, I can offer you after that. If you want to get into this crazy business, this crazy world of research that we call the paranormal field. And listeners, when I get his radionics device, I will give it the old college try, and we'll see just how it works and what kind of reaction I have to it. How's that? You're a perfect crash test dummy for that thing. Yes, but don't put the D word too strongly (laughs) there, okay? As we speak, Uh, by the way, I have a sign on my iPhone saying suspected spam. It's coming my way. Being attacked by something here. You can find us, of course, on Twitter if you look for the Paracast. Take a gander for the Paracast on Twitter. We have two Paracast fan clubs, a group, and a community on Facebook. Choose which one you want. We also have the other radio show that we do called After the Paracast. It can be just a continuation of this show. Different guests, like we've had Nick Pope on After the Paracast and Paul Kimball and Dr. Lynn Kitai this past week to talk about the upcoming 20th anniversary of the Phoenix Lights. All sorts of good stuff, but only available if you're a subscriber to the Paracast Plus. You also get the commercial-free version of this show. Those of you who write reviews on iTunes, too many commercials. Well, this is your response. After the Paracast, the commercial-free version of this show and more benefits for the Paracast Plus. Prices start at just $1.49 a week. To find out more, go to plus, P-L-U-S dot theparacast.com, plus dot theparacast.com. This has been a lot of fun as usual with Joshua Warren. Thank you for joining us on the Paracast. Hey, thank you so much. It's always a blast. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.